When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Droz. I have a pretty clear memory of, I don't want to say my early years as a cartoonist, but like pretty early on, um, I want to say maybe like 13, 14, 15 years ago, I can remember having a very clear sense of wanting to own a sense of mastery. I was, I was getting to a point with my art that I felt like I was starting to make some strides and the work that was happening was of a quality that I could point to and say like, that's pretty good. Um, where it looked closer to what I had envisioned than when I, you know, first started drawing comics. And I had also learned some new tools at that time. Like this is around the time when, you know, I'd gotten pretty decent with a crow quill and that felt pretty good. Cause that's like the tools that like the, the master cartoonists use, you know, uh, this is what Windsor McKay used for crying out loud and I'm using it too. Um, and that desire for a sense of owning a mastery. What do I mean by that? Like feeling like a confidence that the approach and method I'm using is, and I probably wouldn't have had these words at the time, but is is stable, is replicable. Um, it consistently delivers pretty decent results. And the problem with that is, is that, and I, by the way, I, this is not this is not me bashing on my younger self. This is me saying like, this was my first real encounter with like leveling up to a degree where I felt like I was happier with the work I was doing than I had been before. Um, if I were to characterize it um, a little bit deep, more deeply, um, I noticed that the pages stopped being quite as much work as they had been. Now, not to say that they're getting easy, but the first pages I did, I felt like I was learning an enormous amount at once while also trying to finish a thing. All right, so this page is gonna require me to do a little bit more work on three-point perspective to understand it a little bit more intuitively, a little bit more thoroughly, and not just understand it as a like a general principle. Um, I'm gonna understand why it works this way and not that way. The, why you don't put the vanishing points here, you put them there, that kind of thing. Like, and then you're really intuiting that. Um, so around, like again, like I wanna say 12, between 12 and 15 years ago, I noticed I was getting to a point where that struggle was becoming less of a struggle and the work was looking more solid for, to, to use a very vague term. And that, that, that boosts one's confidence, right? And it also got me thinking that I, I was learning what I needed to learn in order to be a quote unquote professional, to pr produce at a professional level. And that satisfaction, while is like I, I would say that satisfaction was deserved, um, and I think that satisfaction was natural and and, and healthy. I, I I think it would have not been great if I was like you know still feeling really down on my work, even though it was starting to look closer to what I wanted. Um, but I'm pointing at another way that teaching improved my work is that when I broke loose of trying to prescribe an approach to my students and instead started trying to meet them where they were and find out their approaches, I became exposed to the fact 
that everybody's got their own approach and there's no one right or wrong approach. Now, we can understand this sort of broadly and abstractly and we can accept it as a truth without actually having experienced it. Like it makes sense when you say it. It feels expansive and inclusive to say it. You feel good saying something like that. But it's a different thing when you encounter it firsthand and you see it again and again and again with all these different students all finding their own path into it. And when I learned to sort of cheer them on and coach them to find their own path and, and celebrate them when they're finding their own path, it was a great reminder to me that my exploration and experimentation is not even close to being done. Whatever mastery I've, I've achieved now is nothing compared to what I could achieve if I continue to search. And I mean search in the sense of trying out different approaches, trying out different tools, trying out different styles and genres, and and continuously questioning my assumptions about the way I do things. Being engaging with exploration and experimentation with a playful mind. Um, this is something that I think really helped me out with my past experiments with um, Inktober challenges where I would say, okay, well, I'm going to make 30, 30 something ink drawings over the month. How can I turn this on its head a little bit to make it work for me so that I can have something more than just 31 drawings when I'm done? Um, having, that inqu having that inquisitive eye was not something that, again, let's go back 15 years. I, I felt like I was in the the edge of talking myself out of being inquisitive. And, and as a matter of fact, I remember very clearly having conversations on an old podcast that I used to be a part of called the Lean Into Art Cast. Lean Into Art Cast. That's what I'm involved in now. Boy, I'm tired today. The Art and Story Podcast. Lean Into Art is also kind of old. It's getting close to a decade old. But Art and Story came before Lean Into Art. And I remember arguing that I would never use a brush. I would never use a brush because the Crowquill does everything that I want it to. And I don't need to try out new tools. And like, that stubbornness, the irony there is that before I even tried the Croquil, I quote unquote inked with just dark pencil because I was too afraid to use inks. And I just told, I told myself, I don't need to learn inks. I can do it all with a pencil. You know, um, I, whether or not I became a teacher, I'm sure I would have eventually tried other tools and other approaches. But I think teaching sort of nudged me into a comfort zone with experimentation faster than had I been doing it alone. There's something about engaging with other people at a variety of skill levels that reveals one's own growth in a way that just simple or pure reflection doesn't necessarily offer uh, right away. Um, well, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't want to make a blanket statement on that. But in my case, I felt like the moment I started to observe different students engaging with their own path and their own speed and in their own way, the more it made me reflect on my own path and how I could meet them where they were. Again, this goes back to an earlier Thunder Punch Daily I posted this month where I talked about um, asking myself what um, activated me to loving comics and how can I make a lesson plan that speaks in that direction and how can I be more mindful about working with my students to find out what's activating them 
where their interests lie and so on. So there's there's a constant back and forth of me observing, reflecting, and comparing to my own experience, which which made me more thoughtful about my own experience and gave me more perspective on my own experience so that I think I came more readily to the idea of um, playful exploration and uh, experimentation, which I think has given me a broader appreciation of the craft that I, I'm leveling up at. And it's given me perspective on these things too. I mean, like experience gives you perspective, but also watching other people go through the journey gives you perspective on like, yeah, this is, this is a universal thing. This is a struggle we all go through. And these, these parts that feel really anxious and, and awkward and uncomfortable when we're trying to make something that matches our taste and what our vision is, and it's not happening right away and you feel lost in the weeds, um, you know there's an end in sight if you if you stick with it and 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 if the end isn't what you anticipated it's okay because there's other ones you can try and also sometimes the end that you didn't anticipate could be in its own way even better than what you had hoped for um anyway that, that's all feeling very pep talky and i don't mean to but what i mean to say is that yes there are there are a lot of benefits to that are offered to your art if you go on this endeavor of teaching. Uh-oh, I'm closing on 10 minutes. I got to wrap this up. Art Sound Off Challenge, artsoundoff.com. If you want to learn how to play along, doing art journaling throughout the month of November uh, in audio. And you don't even have to share it if you don't want to. And I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. Until then, remember everybody. In today's story, Zagraz had a problem. He lost his confidence in himself because he had once failed. Well, now, we all fail sometimes, but we should never be afraid to try again. And we should always keep believing in ourselves. As the old saying goes, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Until later, bye.